Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had four kids in four years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope we can give you something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Parenting in Real Life. I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. And before we get into our parenting in real life, I just had to say, um, since the last time that we recorded our podcast, we now have an official MBA grad in the midst, people. Yeah! Aw, yeah. So last almost two years we've been in school. Um, Alan's been doing MBA school and now we are done. We are so excited. No more school forever. Mark my words. Yeah, no PhDs here. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PH dummies. Just kidding. It's just not for us. Yes, feels pretty good. Um, so, a couple weeks ago was Mother's Day. Father's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. And unofficially or officially, our kids sabotage Mother's Day. <laughs> Seems like I always try and have something fun planned and do this Breakfast in bed, and everything's going to be great. And this year was no exception. Even though my dad was here helping out. That but, was really helpful. Right, I don't yeah, think it's- it would have been extra <laughs> terrible without my dad. We had an extra special Mother's Day this year. <laughs> yes. But literally just got the food going, and one of our kids throws up. <laughs> It's like the ultimate worst Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't like the stomach flu. She just, it was something else. But anyway, I don't know if that's you, but you are not alone if it is. <laughs> if every time you try and have a special day, your kids sabotage it, welcome to the club. Actually, the last, mother, last year on Mother's Day was a really good Mother's Day. Probably the best one I've ever had. Um, because Jack was just a few months old. And so there was one point, I think it was in the afternoon and Alan made the kids lunch and I got to go upstairs and Jack just snuggled in my arms and he fell asleep. We took a little nap together. It was like, Oh, this is the best mother's day ever. (laughs) I don't remember that. So that was great. But I've also learned low expectations. Don't expect it to be a special day. Don't expect all your kids not to fight. Don't expect them to shower you with goodies. Something bad is probably going to happen. Yes. Like kids throwing up. Yes. And we always say that, and my mom jokes about that. Low expectations really just means real expectations. Don't think your kids are going to be angels because it's, it's Mother's Day. Day. They're, you know, in our case, <laughs> they're three and five and whatever. They're, it's just, it's not realistic to think that they're going to be perfect. They don't get it. They don't get that this day is different. So... Um, so today we are going to talk about family vacations yeah. because it's summer and that is family vacation time. And we love family vacations. Yeah. We are not afraid of jumping in the car. No. And we're going to talk a lot about that. So if you are afraid of road tripping, we are going to help you with that. Hopefully we'll give you some tips later to make yep. road tripping fun. It's not great, but there's things you can do to make it a little bit better. So the way this is going to go is... First, we're going to go over some science, because if there's anything this podcast should prove to you, is that there's science to support anything. <laughs> in this case, there's science to support vacations. Kind of along the way, we'll pepper in some tips and stories about how we do it and um, did it as kids growing up, 
And then at the end, we'll um, go through like a quick list of ideas to make your road trips more enjoyable. So the first point about family vacations is that spending money on vacations is better than spending money on toys. The psychologist and best-selling author, Oliver James, said family holidays are valued by children both in the moment and long afterward in their memory. So if you're going to spend money on something, it's pretty clear which option makes more sense. Definitely agree. And I think our whole generation agrees. At least that's what the science says, is that as millennials, those of us who are millennials, in general, we value experiences over material things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, hey, check us out. We've got something right. I think that is more important. Stuff is less important than um, going places and making memories. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. It's better for family bonding. At home, kids are at their worst a lot of the time. You know, like they're That's all one of the reasons why I like to school. get out all the time is because kids are better when, when we're out doing stuff than when we're at home. Mm -hmm. And a vacation is like a big, long, outdoing stuff. Mm -hmm. So... Great for bonding. Maybe a little bit less true now that you can just give them all a screen in the car. Because for me growing up, it was not fun. You know, there was a lot of fighting and he's touching me arguments when we would go on long family trips. But we still have good memories. We would sing songs in the car. and uh, I'm going to cut in here. So Alan's family, they didn't just sing in the car. They had specific songs that they sang in the car. So I think you should share one with us, don't you? No. No, yeah, come on, no. come on. No. You like it? Okay. <laughs> no. No, I'm not going to sing with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> we learned this one from our cousins. It was, uh, and it's like a round. Most good car songs are rounds, so you got like each bench singing a different thing. Um, but there was one, and this is the one Lexus makes fun of me the most for, <laughs> is, Oh, be joyful, oh, be jubilant, put your sorrows far away. Come rejoice and sing together this happy day. And then the next round goes, Oh, be joyful, oh, be joyful on this day. And then there's another round, but you're not getting that one. So Doesn't that make you just want to put your hands in the air and sway side to side? Sing a little, amen. <laughs> That's why I make fun of him for that song. <laughs> <laughs> Christian revival songs. Sounds to be. <laughs> She's relentless. <laughs> so when Alan and I were, I think when we were dating. first dating, Alan sang that song to me. She laughed. Um, I did chuckle a little bit, just because it is so the opposite of my family. My family would never sing songs in the car just because we're, I mean, that's not, I don't know if that's normal either. My family's weird too, so like, <laughs> no way in heck would we ever sing songs in the car. So afterwards, he sang that song and I, and I told him, you're just so like country joyful. That was the only thing that could come into my mind to just really sum up how I felt. And it was not bad at all. It's just like, just this. Country bumpkin joyful kind of. <laughs> I meant it to be nice, but he has never let me live that down. We've spent the last seven years talking about how country bumpkin joyful cannot be an insult. <laughs> yes, I've had to convince him. It's, it's, it's not insulting. She's still, still digging. <laughs> Anyways, it's just fun to spend a lot of time. You are in close quarters, in, you know, in hotel rooms and in a car. And that's not necessarily fun, but through those hard times come some really good memories. Sometimes it's fun. I think our kids really like all sleeping in a hotel together. They think that's really fun. Yeah, I don't, but they do. <laughs> They're at that stage where it's fun to be in a different bed. It's fun to be in a different area, and they think it's yeah. super cool, you know. 
So the second reason is travel is beneficial for your children's brain development. Check this out. Dr. Sunderland, he's found that by going different places, whether it's in nature or a different town, you activate critical areas of the brain, particularly the play and seeking systems. Did you know you have play and seeking systems in your brain? I was unaware of that. Now you know, and it exercises them to go and see new places. So you're actually helping your kids' frontal lobes develop, the part that is involved in cognitive thinking and all of that. So it's good. Get on the road and show your kids new places. I think just culturally it's good, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're helping them see that the world's bigger than they thought, and I think that's a really good thing. So since we live in Wisconsin, we're very far from our family. Um, so far. Most of them are in Texas and Utah, very west side of the, the U.S. So because we live so far away, we've just kind of dubbed ourselves the road trip family. So we've accepted that that's, that's going to be us and we're going to be the ones road tripping out to different states and stuff. But I also really like that because um, living in the Midwest make, gets us a lot closer to the East Coast. So there's a lot of things on the East Coast and parts of the Midwest of, of vacations that I would like to take our kids places. So we're, we're going to take advantage of that and really become a road tripping family. Can we just talk about the misnomer? It's not the Midwest. It really is the Mid-East. Yeah. We're, if you look in the map, we're not in we're the We're way closer to the East than we are to the West. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Americans. Uh, so this year we have a few vacations lined up. So this is what I'm doing at the beginning of the year. I pick a couple of places that we'd like to go, and then we just kind of schedule them throughout the year so that way we have it planned out. You know, as and that way you don't have, oh, someday we'd like to do this, or this summer we'd like to do this, but don't actually have it planned. Just do it. So we have all of ours scheduled out when we're going to be going. And um, so far this year we've gone to Nauvoo, and in August we're going to Utah, and on the way back from Utah we're going to stop at Mount Rushmore, because um, it's actually on the way, which is nice. Um, and we'd also like to go up to Lake Superior, which we're pretty close to. And next year I'd really like to take the family to Washington, D.C., and we're not too far from there. I'm trying to convince Alexis to do a Canada trip. She's less excited about that because <laughs> Canada. No, Canada's fine. You just need passports now, you know? Yeah, it's so expensive. we've got to do that. And we're really close to Canada, but we're not close to the cool part. The good part of Canada <laughs> where people live. So we have to kind of go. We would yeah, have to drive it's around. It's going to be a big trip. Yeah. But once we've done our, you know, we've done some crazy trips. And so now anything under 21 hours is like, psh. What? That's only 15 hours away? That's super close. I remember, um, you know, when when I was in college and we were in Utah and we talked about going down to California for a trip, but 10 hours seems so far. And yeah. now, like, 10 hours seems nothing compared to... such an easy one-day <laughs> trip. usual road trips, you know. I, we probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but last summer was our craziest road trip where we drove down to Florida and then drove across to Houston, and then back up to Wisconsin, and it was over 40 hours of driving in total. a week. Yeah, in a week. And it was so fun, though. I, I loved all the places we went, and our kids actually do really well in the car, so this is something that's really doable for us. Yep. Three is both parents and kids need to de-stress. It is not surprising to me, nor should it be to you, that 79% of 8- to 14-year-olds say they're regularly stressed, and 77 percent report feeling no stress when their parents take a break from work to spend time with them that last part actually is a surprise so well, the first part surprise i was surprised that 79 percent of 8 to 14 year olds feel stressed why are they feeling stressed they're eight because they got to get into harvard oh guess that's true 
It's not true. It's not true. Our kids aren't going to Harvard. <laughs> I mean, they could. If not they because want to. they're, they're not smart. smart. Too expensive. <laughs> yeah. Snobs. Just kidding. Love all you Harvard people out there. Uh, so anyway, it's important for parents to help their kids um, to de-stress if you de-stress. You need to unplug and set the example and go on vacation. I think when we go on vac- vacations, we have a tendency to plan our days to full capacity and just go, go, go and see all the sites. And, like, and we're stuff. never going to be here again. Let's go crazy. Yeah, but I think that's... Something you have to really consider and put into balance is to take time for relaxation and maybe not plan every minute of your day, but take some time to either rest or leisure time, you know, something so that that your vacation is also relaxing rather than just going to see sites. Yep. I think some people may be on the other extreme. Some people just, like, go to the beach and sit on the beach all day, which... Kind of what yeah, Alexis not does. a bad idea. Um, <laughs> I like those occasions. <laughs> so I think you need a balance, right? Like sitting on the beach all day is very relaxing, but I think you're missing out if that's all you do. I think there's less bonding if that's all you're doing. It's just the relaxing part. I think it's fun to do things together, you know. Yeah. Be busy, but not crazy. Number four is memories from family vacations can act as happiness anchors. We consider these to be a happiness anchor. Reflecting on our happiest memories of joyful time spent together as a family can be extremely powerful in bringing relief and respite when faced with... Respite? Is it respite? No, it's respite. Respite? I need a bit of respite. I don't know. Whatever. Bring relief and that other thing that means relief when faced with the darker times that life can bring. And it's... It's funny, even bad vacations can be funny to talk about after the fact. In fact, some of my, I mean, we did a vacation to Guatemala, and we went with our cousins that are all really close in age, and I think every person in their family except one got sick while we were there, and that was not fun while we were there. But since then, we love to laugh and joke about that, because we were driving all over Guatemala in this tiny van all together, and people were just, like, crazy sick, and it was just, it was really, it was really funny. Now. One time when we were driving back from, I think it was from California and back to Utah, we ran out of gas on the way back. And I just started laughing, and I thought that was hilarious that we got out of gas. And I don't think my parents thought it was very funny at the time. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny we can look back and laugh about now. Number five is taking pictures can make you happier. The act of taking pictures, whether it's on a bus or eating at a restaurant, can boost your engagement with and enjoyment of whatever activity you're participating in. Um, That's why I think everyone takes pictures of food now, right? It boosts your happiness. It does. I know you can overdo pictures on vacations, and I think that's probably more of a problem than not taking pictures. But just taking pictures and like capturing moments really does boost your your engagement and happiness. So yeah, I think we're we're probably more at fault where our generation probably takes too many pictures. So remember to put your phone down too, just to have the experiences, enjoy the experiences, and not have to feel like you have to film or take a picture of everything. So Lex, what was your favorite family vacation growing up? Well, my family, we did the same thing pretty much every year for our family vacation. We would go to uh, the beach. We would camp at the beach and spend a few days at the beach. And I loved that. Like, I love being at the beach, and I miss it a lot out here in Wisconsin. But um, that was something that we always looked forward to, and that was really enjoyable for us. 
And um, we also had a special trip when I was in high school for spring break. Uh, our family went out to New York. And while we were in New York, we also went to Boston and Niagara Falls. And that was really cool because growing up on the West Coast, we never went to the East Coast. So that was neat to be able to see some of those um, like big cities and historical areas and stuff. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. What about you? What was your fam- favorite family vacation growing up? We would almost always go to my grandparents' cabin in Island, Island Park, Idaho, and I loved that. It's this old cabin. It is not like the fancy cabins that you see nowadays. My great-grandpa built it by hand, and it ha- doesn't have a dishwasher. It's got this tiny kitchen, but it was just such a fun place. You can swim and hike and bike, and there's lots to do, but... It's really secluded, and it's it's just I I kind of like a repetitive vacation. I don't think it has to be a new crazy place every time. I think having that place that you go again and again creates kind of that happiness anchor that they talked about. I you know I miss home, but I would say I miss the cabin way more than home. You know I miss the people at home, but the memories and the feelings and the peace that I associate with the cabin are are way greater. Um, Some of Alan's family were just at their cabin. They are right now. They are right now for Memorial Day weekend, and Alan was feeling so sad that he couldn't go. (laughs) (laughs) It's too bad. We're so far away. We we have to miss out on stuff like that. But he was was definitely missing the cabin. Mm -hmm. So, road trip tips. We've done some long ones. And don't because we're so positive about it, don't like think that it's great. One of the tricks to road tripping for me is that if you drive long enough in a day, they can't keep crying. They eventually (laughs) run out of tears. And sometimes you have like several rounds, but eventually they're going to stop and either fall asleep or be quiet or something. They can't cry forever. Um, And so I like longer days when it comes to road tripping just because, you know, you can just set the expectation right in the morning the first time they ask how long is it going to be you're like forever i just say like <laughs> no, forever we're going to be driving forever it will be nighttime before we get there and they're just like what and then it's over you know like at that point everybody's just in for the long haul you do that a couple times and they just kind of get it you know it's not great um, but then you do some of these other things and there's things to look forward to and it's not great but it's manageable mm-hmm. So a couple of the tips, you know, the things that we've done that we find work for our family. Um, The first thing that we do is prizes every hour. And so, and sometimes we skip an hour if everyone's sleeping or whatever, but, um, or watching a movie, but I go to the dollar store and I pick out a bunch of different prizes and lots of things come in packages and multiples. So you don't have to spend um, too much money, but I have a, a, a lunch bag and it has the, I write the time on it and what day so if it's multiple days you're driving and then I put the prize inside and then that way every hour I pull out something new and the kids have something new to either um, snack on or play with and it just brings variety to the long monotonous road trip so um, Mm -hmm. and it's not great stuff and it will destroy your car like our (laughs) car is so messy we have pipe cleaners and lego bricks and crayons and i mean our car is 
a disaster by the end of the trip, but it's going to be anyway, right? Yeah. And and so this really does keep them excited. And then it's not when are we going to be there. It's how much longer till the next thing, um, which is it just breaks it up. And you'd be surprised how fast you're like, oh, man, there's only 15 more minutes before the next prize. So it's kind of nice for you, too, to mm-hmm. just break it up by hours. Something else that we did when we moved from Utah to Wisconsin is I printed out a map and we did a license plate game. And anytime we saw a new state license plate, I put a sticker on that state. And so we tried to get all 50 states. Um, We were surprisingly close. We missed some of the south, but you'd be surprised the different license plates that you'll see when you drive long trips. That, to be fair, was mostly for us (laughs) because our kids can't read. But um, it was still fun. And I think our kids will really like that as we get older. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, bring special treats and snacks. I think that's one thing my parents did really well, and we've tried to do that, is there's, like, special road tripping only snacks, you know, whether that's a special kind of candy or a trail mix or something that you don't usually get, um, making it exciting so that they're excited about the food. Mm-hmm. Because food's the best. Food is the best. <laughs> uh, we also have a lot of kids' songs that we play. Um, we listen to... Pandora has some kids' stations on Amazon Prime Music. They have kids' bop stations and CDs, and we listen to Moana soundtrack and Troll soundtrack. We have a lot of kids' songs that are available um, because our kids don't really like it when we listen to our own music. That's something to help liven things up, and our kids are starting to sing along, too. Yep. We also have a DVD player that goes in the car, and they like to watch movies, but eventually after like three or four movies, they get sick of it and it doesn't hold their attention anymore. But the one thing that they will watch on loop forever, even our older ones, even though they'll complain at first, is a 30-minute video of just nursery rhymes, and it sings and like acts out these nursery rhymes. It's called Baby Geniuses. And I hate it because (laughs) it's so repetitive because there really is an option to just loop it, so you don't have to – it doesn't interrupt, it just – Right back to the beginning. Drives me bonkers, but you can get like three hours out of that, and it's amazing. Something else that we do is we separate all of our kids in our car. So we have a mini SUV, and so and with our four kids, we can put a kid in each corner. That's how we do it when we drive, but sometimes when we have road trips, we need some of the trunk space, and so we have to we put three kids in the front, and whoever is the most troublemaker <laughs> sits in the back. Right now, that's Nathan. <laughs> Used to be Cammy. Now it's Nathan. They just need their own space. They just do better with their own space. Right. And so, you know, we kind of know who we need to separate out from yep. the group. Be and, strategic. Yeah. And they do better. There's less fighting that way. Yep. Another thing that works, it, don't love it, but it works, is tablets. Um, our kids have, you know, little cheap Amazon Prime tablets. Um, but you can download games in advance, and they can play the games without an internet connection. So that's a good way to kill some of the time. And then the last one is to just know your kids. Our kids really can do long periods. Their bladders and their personalities can go for a long time. So anyway, know your kids. Know what you need to do. Oh, the other tip. This isn't on here. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is the best place to it take your It is the kids. best. Plan your trip around Chick-fil-A. They have an awesome playground in every Chick-fil-A, and the food is good for both the parents and the adults, and it's the best. Even their toys are the best. They give Like last summer, they were giving out animal books, and so the kids love these little animal books with these cute baby animals. We still have them in the car, most of them. The ones that have survived. Some have been yeah. ripped to shreds, but we still have a couple in our car, and our kids love to look at them. 
we've never been to a Chick-fil-A where you're like, crazy people, you know, like Chick-fil-A's attract a somewhat normal, safe feeling group of people. And so you don't feel like we're going to get knifed, you know, <laughs> you feel, you feel safe in a Chick-fil-A. I think when we drove, did that huge road trip last summer for the 40 plus hours, I think we ate at Chick-fil-A like five or six times. <laughs> I was a little sick of, sick of yeah. I never thought that would happen, but I did get sick of it by the end. Just because we went there so much, but now, now I'm okay. I like it again. We're back. Yep. yep. <laughs> so uh, to wrap it up, there's tons of benefits of going on road trips. It's more effective than money. Uh, it helps your kids' development. It's good for kids to de-stress, to see their parents de-stressing. Um, you create these happiness anchors, and um, you'll love the memories you make. And then for the tips... Um, we just went over them, but there's lots of little things you can do. Um, so you can go, Alexis actually has an article on learn as we go, and we'll include the link as always in the show notes. So if you want more tips or more details on those tips, um, you can go there to see her full article. So our social media question for this podcast episode is what family vacations do you have planned this year? Or if you don't have anything planned yet, where would you like to go? So we're challenging you to make plans to go on a family vacation. So thanks for listening to this episode. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at P-I-R-L podcast, or I just changed my other Instagram handle since I'm no longer blogging. I'm kind of changing the direction that's going. So it's now called Light in My Home. And we're on Twitter. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. I'm at Alexis Tanner One. Or you can email us at parentinginreallifepodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to subscribe so you get our podcast um, whenever we publish. And we may or may not be taking a break for the summer, definitely for the next couple weeks. We're moving in the next week or so. And so we're going to take a couple break, a couple weeks off, um, but we'll probably be back throughout the summer. So subscribe so you know when it's coming. And give us a rating while you're there. And as always, a special thanks to our four kids for being kids. Ba-dum-bum.